Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Alaska, a vast remote wilderness twice the size of Texas. You could walk for a year without seeing another person. In one of the most mysterious corners of the globe. Everything in your being is telling you to get the hell out of there. This is a place hundreds of times more deadly than the Bermuda Triangle. Oh my God! Stories of alien abductions. That was definitely something not from this world. The paranormal, vanishing airplanes, and strange beasts. Bigfoot could be anywhere in Alaska hiding out. Have haunted those who dare set foot here. Who's that? Now I feel like something's after me. In the last 30 years, 16,000 people have disappeared without a trace. In the vastness of this country, it's easy to be swallowed up in it. Witnesses tell us their shocking stories. I was horrified. And we've gathered some of the world's leading experts in their field. I wanted to go out and get the evidence myself and say, this is real. This stuff exists. To try and unlock the mystery of the Alaska Triangle. The Alaska Triangle is known for its strange sightings and unexplained events, and some of its greatest mysteries seem to come from above. I think it was a UFO, unidentified flying object. But in one corner of the triangle, the UFOs may not be acting alone. The U.S. military is here, not in the air, but underwater. And some are convinced there's a link. Intense UFO activity and intense submarine activity? Coincidence? If there is a connection, this could be one of the most shocking secrets of the triangle. In the far southeast of the Alaska Triangle lies the historic town of Ketchikan. It's surrounded by mountainous national forest and the deep waters of Alaska's Inside Passage. It's an area shrouded in mystery, with deep ties to the Alaskan native community. But its biggest secret doesn't lie in the past. Ketchikan is home to a secret submarine facility and a whole host of unexplained UFO activity. 
There is actually constant UFO activity around Ketchikan. There's so much that people just take it for granted. And it does seem that there is a connection between the UFOs and the water. With the city of Ketchikan stretched thinly along the coast, its residents have a good view of both the skies and the ocean. And one man with a particularly keen eye for his surroundings is local artist, Terry Piles. Terry is a former wilderness guide and his paintings of the local wildlife are well known in the area. But one day in 2013, Terry saw something the like of which he had never seen before. He was out on his deck with his wife when a strange object in the distance caught his eye. I was looking at this thing drop through the clouds and it's a glowing ball of what look, appears to be fire. It's kind of a golden yellow color, very bright, and it's coming straight at us. Terry stood and watched, transfixed. Neither of them had ever seen anything like it, but there was more to come. Shortly after the first one went by, another one dropped out of the sky following the exact same route, exact same pattern, takes the same turn, flying at about 1,500 feet after dropping some altitude. I was watching the second one with binoculars and got a much better view of it than I could with the naked eye. It looked to me like it was a cauldron of molten metal. Got this churning effect going on. And then I noticed there were these rotating lights that were chasing each other around the rim of this disc. And then it disappeared out of my view. We were just dumbfounded. And one particularly bizarre aspect was that there was no noise. Whatever they were, these flying objects were totally silent. Not hearing any sound, that was really bizarre. And that's what really blew my mind. Terry is far from alone. Southeast Alaska is renowned for its UFO sightings. But the most spectacular sightings come from Ketchikan. Local residents were on the mountainside making preparations for a spectacular fireworks display. There are unexplained strange lights in the sky moving above the mountain. These lights still haven't been explained. They can only be described as unidentified flying objects. 550 miles southeast in Vancouver, author and researcher Johnny Enoch has been looking into the unusual activity around Ketchikan. He's convinced there's a connection between UFOs and the presence of U.S. military in the area. Strange activity around Ketchikan isn't just limited to UFOs. There's been a long-standing military presence there, and most of their activity is top secret. The military presence here is mostly at sea, in the narrow straits that run between the islands along the coast, and specifically, it's underwater. It's quite common for local residents to see nuclear subs go by, even though the closest U.S. naval sub base is hundreds of miles away in Washington state. In fact, sightings of subs became so common that eventually the military was forced to admit the existence of a secret submarine testing site. The site is called CFAC, Southeast Alaska Acoustic Measurement Facility. The stated purpose is to conduct research into how to mask the sound of the subs, but its precise activities are highly classified. 
It's just a few miles north of Ketchikan in the Beam Canal, and around the site is a huge restricted area. The military claims they're testing secret stealth technology there, but could there be more going on? Investigative journalist Andrew Goff has also been looking into a possible link between the UFOs and the military in the Ketchikan area. This video was taken from a front porch in Ketchikan in 2014, looking straight out over the bay, and a sub went by. They're not normally so close to town, but this one went right by, right on the surface. And some believe that one reason for the military presence could be the large number of UFOs that have been sighted in the skies above this town. What's going on here? I think there is most likely a connection between the UFOs and the CFAC submarine base. Exactly what this connection may be is the troubling question that's hanging over this most mysterious corner of the Alaska Triangle. And the answer could be truly shocking. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. In southeast Alaska, around the town of Ketchikan, an unusually high number of UFOs have been seen. While off the coast, there's intensive and secretive submarine activity. Whether or not there's a connection is the question that's been troubling investigators. 
Eric Hecker is a UFO researcher from Anchorage who's now been drawn nearly 800 miles southeast to look into how UFOs and submarines here could be linked. There's a very high probability that there is a connection, and that is absolutely why I'm here in Ketchikan, to see what we can figure out, see if there's a correlation, some sort of a connection. I hope that we can find that. Eric saw service in the U.S. Navy, working as a submarine's weapons technician. So he's well-placed to look into the secretive CFAC operations, glimpses of which can be seen in these photos from 2018. The military states that the purpose of their facility is to do acoustical testing on their boats, their submarines, to understand their functions and their systems and how they make noise in the water, which is very important and top secret. But that does not mean that that is exclusively the reason for their investment in this area. Eric's time in the Navy taught him that the military often has an ulterior motive and he wants to find out if there's more to CFAC than they're letting on. I do think that there is a high potential for any military facility to be a cover for something else. What they do is say, this is what we're doing here, and then they also do something else. This is how the military works. Eric isn't alone. Andrew Goff also has his suspicions about CFAC. Weirdly, CFAC is 675 miles from the major U.S. Navy submarine bases in Washington State. 675 miles. There must be a reason. It's all the way up here. For Andrew Goff, it seems likely that the military is involved in reverse engineering, taking apart some alien technology and trying to replicate it. One theory is that the military are testing UFO technology that they found, underwater technology. They're reverse engineering it to try to figure out how it works. The thought being that this is why the UFOs are here. They're actually spying on the military, watching them do this. This would be amazing, but it's nothing new. Many people believe this is exactly what happened at Roswell. The Roswell incident of 1947 is one of the most renowned UFO incidents. It's said that the military found alien technology in the New Mexico desert and then engaged in a decades-long cover-up. The military found a crashed UFO and then kept it all top secret while they looked into how it worked using reverse technology. Obviously, it all had to be kept secret so that the Russians wouldn't get knowledge about the technology themselves. It's just the same today. Ketchikan and Roswell are both now hotspots for UFO sightings. And Johnny Enoch is another who believes that the parallels are striking. In my experience, when we've looked at places like the Roswell incident back in 1947 or Area 51 in Rachel, Nevada, these top secret military installations are usually indicative of a great project that involves secret investigations into technology that may not have been developed on this earth. And that's exactly what I think is going on here. There is a strong possibility that the UFOs that have been sighted in the area are in fact spying on the military to see what they're getting up to. Unlike at Roswell, 
If there's reverse engineering going on at Ketchikan, it's happening underwater. This suggests that the UFO technology is underwater technology, such as that of a UFO that can pass as easily through water as through air and space. We normally think of UFOs as flying objects, but many believe those same objects pass to and from our oceans. In St. Louis, Missouri, Debbie Ziegelmeyer is a researcher from MUFON, the Mutual UFO Network. For her, the UFOs have more than a passing interest in the depths of the ocean. In fact, she believes that the ocean bed would be the ideal place for aliens to keep their presence on Earth hidden. These craft, they have the capabilities probably a thousand years ahead of us technology-wise. Of course, if they can travel through space or through wormholes, even through time, there's speculation that some of these are time travelers. Of course, they got the technology to hide underwater. That would be the logical place to hide. And it would also be logical to choose a remote body of water, such as the waters of the Alaska Triangle. I would say that if I was going to hide underwater, it would be the Gulf of Alaska, which is right there off of Ketchikan. If this were the case, then rather than the UFOs keeping an eye on what the military is up to, it could be that the military is here investigating underwater UFO activity. It's very possible that the U.S. military knows about this, and the submarine activity in the area could very well be to investigate and keep an eye on what's going on. Whether it's UFOs spying on the military or the military spying on UFOs, Gordon, you stay here today. Eric Hecker wants to see what he can uncover. He's going out into the waters off Ketchikan to lower a hydrophone, an underwater microphone, to listen for any evidence of underwater alien activity. I am really hoping that by the end of today, we can walk away with a recording of an anomalous sound with that hydrophone. That, to me, would be something. If we could find a sound that is unidentifiable, that would make my day. That would make this visit amazing. If Eric can find evidence of an alien presence underwater, then the ramifications would be huge. Visibility underwater is poor, so Eric is lowering a hydrophone, an underwater microphone. We're going to put the hydrophone down and we're going to take a listen for a while and see if we can capture any of the anomalous activity that's been reported in the area by the locals. Hydrophone is in the water and we are recording. Sound is amplified by water and travels around four times faster than through air. Any unnatural sound could be evidence of alien activity, even, according to some researchers, of an alien base. Is there an underwater base down there? That would make sense because this out-of-the-way place in Alaska would be the perfect spot. An underwater alien base would be one of the greatest news stories of all time. So little of the ocean bed has been explored a base like this could remain undiscovered for centuries. In fact, more men have walked on the moon than visited the deepest parts of our oceans. But there is another theory, and that is there is a portal here. A portal is a place where space and time become conflated, and a craft can pass from one dimension to another 
or from one place to another in the universe. If UFOs are visiting Earth, then with their superior advanced technology, it's likely that they are coming and going via a portal. And Alaska would be the perfect place. It's isolated. There are few people about, and they would be able to come and go without being observed. The idea that there may be a UFO portal in the waters off Ketchikan was given a boost in 2013 when an underwater volcano was discovered with a multitude of vents right in the Bean Canal. The suspicion that there may be a link between UFOs and volcanoes is long-standing. The thought being that alien craft may be able to harness the extreme electromagnetic energy generated inside volcanoes. It's these craft that Eric is listening for with the hydrophone. This is very interesting. There, is, there are certainly a lot of what would be considered organic sounds. I can, I can hear the water moving. I can hear the bolt hull slapping against the water. I can hear some miscellaneous organic water flowing sounds. Could you kill your electronics right now completely? That's okay? I'm hearing all kinds of things. It's difficult for Eric to hear anything beyond the noise of the water. But with the sound recorded, the next step is some expert analysis. 775 miles northwest of Ketchikan is Anchorage, Alaska's biggest city. It's here where forensic audio analyst Kurt Riemann has his studio. Kurt has been called upon as an audio expert in some high-profile court cases, and he has considerable experience in using and interpreting the sound from hydrophones. A hydrophone is a good tool to have underwater, and it's not directional, so it will tell you if the sound is coming from somewhere underwater. So you don't have to point it in a particular direction. The sound will come to it from wherever the sound is radiating from. If anyone can find anything unusual in the underwater sound from Ketchikan, then it's Kurt. Here's the sound on a spectrogram, and you can see and hear at the beginning, this is the sound of the boat idling and... You can hear water bubbles and just the clicks, the general ocean noise that happens. But the boat noise isn't alone. On studying the recording intently, Kurt began to notice evidence of an unusual sound. And little by little, as you go across the screen, you can start to see this line happen here. And this is the one kilohertz tone. You can see right there, it's a single note that goes all the way across. This is electronically created. In order to get this, this is not something that's just happening naturally. It's a sound that's being created. By deleting sound of other frequencies, Kurt can begin to isolate the anomaly. So I can grab a section and eliminate it. What's left is an inexplicable, artificially created sound, the like of which isn't emitted by any submarine. So here's the sound, and it's a steady single tone. But this wasn't the end of Kurt's investigations. At seven minutes and 24 seconds into the recording, something unexpected happens. The pitch goes up. The pitch goes up a few cycles, five or six cycles. You can see it's very steady, straight across, straight across, straight across. And then it goes up. Something's happening here. And that's really interesting because 
The only way a sound goes up in pitch, if the tone was originally steady, is if it is getting closer to you. And it's very subtle. You might not even be able to hear it, but here it is. And then it goes back down. And you can see it all along here. You can see that the sound moved toward the recorder and back. And if they're sitting in the water, the only explanation is that they were over whatever it was that was making the sound, and it came closer for about seven seconds. It's very subtle, but it's there. What does that? I mean, there's no reason for that to happen. That's a strange thing. So maybe it was giving them the eye. I don't know. An unexplained underwater phenomenon, perhaps evidence of an alien craft. And where there's alien craft, there could be an alien base. With its UFOs and the US military perhaps spying on each other. This would be remarkable enough, but there is another theory, that the UFOs and military are working together, and the motivation is trade. UFO researcher Debbie Ziegelmeyer believes that this could be the most likely scenario. With the US government trading for super advanced technology, alien technology, our government would be willing to trade whatever they feel is necessary so they can increase their military intelligence, their military technology. It seems like that's the purpose of the whole cover-up. This raises the question, what would the U.S. military have to trade with a species so much more technologically advanced? The obvious answer is not technology, but biology, something relating to life on Earth. And Debbie Ziegelmeyer would go as far to say, perhaps even human life. They've got some kind of a partnership going on, trading for technology, and some of it is abduction of humans. If true, this could at least partly explain the large number of people who go missing in the Alaska Triangle. There is no proof of this, but something strange is going on. The skies and waters of Ketchikan are guarding closely held secrets that we may never know the answers to. The UFOs are here. It's just a matter of what they're up to. And I'm sure the US military knows it. And that's why there's all this secret submarine activity here. Something weird is definitely going on here. And with so many sightings of UFOs, we just can't deny it. And the strange sound discovered by Kurt is evidence that the ocean here does hold a deep, mysterious secret. This sound has to be coming from something, and it has to be powered, and it's generating this note. Why? What is it? For Eric Hecker, it's a vital clue. But it's just the start. The state of Alaska is full of all kinds of anomalous activities, and I sure hope that I get to come back to Ketchikan and look into this further. I think there's a lot going on in this town. I think there's a lot going on in the water. But in the Alaska Triangle, it's not just aliens that are spreading fear and terror. 
There are thick forests here as unexplored and impenetrable as the ocean bed. And it's said that they are home to monstrous creatures unknown to science. The most horrific of all, the half-human Wendigo. It looked like a demon. It was just the freakiest thing I've ever seen. Alaska is the last great wilderness in the United States. Out here, anything could be hiding. One native Alaskan story tells of a fearsome creature that feasts on human flesh, a creature that was itself once human. Shockingly, there's now an increasing body of evidence to suggest that this is more than just a story. If we weren't in the car, who's to say what it would have done to us? Could this be the footprint of a Wendigo? In Alaska, stories of mysterious beasts are age-old. And there's none more terrifying than the Wendigo. One of the stories that have come out of Native American legend is that of the Wendigo. Now, this is like a cannibalistic, ferocious beast that goes around terrorizing the locals. He is described as being very tall, very long-limbed, on its face, pulled back dry skin, and you can almost see its skull, and it has this terrifying appearance. Native legend says that the Wendigo were once humans, but through either starvation or just pure evil, they turned the cannibalism and ate human flesh. Through repeated eating, of other humans. They were cursed by the powers in the spirit world to slowly change their shape and become the horrific Wendigo. Remarkably, Wendigo sightings aren't limited to the most far-flung areas. In fact, they've even been sighted within just a few miles of the state capital, Juneau. Kay Close and her daughter, Rena used to live out in the forest just eight miles from the city center. As they were driving home one evening, they had a terrifying encounter. It was probably about seven o'clock at night, and my daughter and I were on North Douglas Highway, probably about two miles from my house, and this thing leaped across the road in front of my car. My lights hit it, and it turned around, it was the scariest thing I've ever seen. It looked at us like it was thinking for a minute, like, what am I going to do with you? And it hissed at us. It was pretty terrifying. Whatever this thing was, was absolutely not just an animal. It had very distinctive features of a flat nose, Long hands, but the, the fingers were all broken up. Really long, weird hands. I mean, it was a half-human, half-animal thing. Whatever the creature was, Kay and Rena knew they had to get away, and fast. I've been around wildlife and animals my whole life. I have never seen anything that looked like that. It looked like a demon was just the freakiest thing I've ever seen. Rena is an artist and is drawing an illustration of the creature that the two of them saw that evening. So the face of the creature was human to me. 
and it was covered in hair and it had a big mouth, but its nostrils, I recall, flaring up when its eyes were really big and, and its ears were kind of like tucked back, like, you know, like a dog would be if it was freaked out. And its feet, kind of like human feet, but claws on it. The visual of this creature has never really left me. This is pretty much the gist of what I saw. Rena's drawing looks very much like a Wendigo. If it was a Wendigo and it's roaming this close to the city, then no one in Alaska is truly safe. Now, experienced hunter and tracker Chuk Rowley has decided to risk visiting the area where Kay and Rena had their sighting. So we're a half mile where the incident happened, the Wendigo sighting. We're fairly close to a city. And at the same time, we're in a remote location in very dense rainforest. It's kind of a scary thought. There could be a creature out here with access to people who are close by. Frankly, that frightens me. Chug's plan is to spend the night in the forest. He knows that his best chance is to stay in one place and let the human-eating Wendigo come to him. So a lot of the times when I'm looking for some kind of animal, I may use bait. Tonight, I'm the bait. So I scouted some game trails. I found a nice spot in a clearing, and I'm going to be spending the night out here in the tent, just kind of watching, listening, seeing what I can find. But while Chuk stakes out the area near Juneau, 200 miles south on Prince of Wales Island, a report has come in of an extraordinary find. With a cigarette pack for scale, photos of strange footprints were taken by a hunter as he was tracking a bear, close to where the bear made a sudden and unexpected change of course. We've sent them to cryptozoologist Lance Hightower, who's been making a study of them. Well, these footprints, uh, upon initial inspection, are very interesting. Uh, they appear canine to me in nature, but they're considerably larger than a typical wolf print. What's also an interesting feature is that wolf digits are not elongated. These are. You have an elongated, lengthened digit with what appears to be a claw at the end of each digit. But for the most part, they're very strange and very odd. Whatever made these prints could not be a wolf and may have been a Wendigo. These could be the first ever known photographs of Wendigo footprints. They look just like the kind of print the creature drawn by Rena would make. If true, they would be proof that this fearsome creature has made the Alaska Triangle its home. Perhaps the Wendigo itself is some manifestation of the mysterious forces of the Triangle. Whatever it is, Chuk Rowley is keen to find out, and it's not long into his night in the forest before he hears footsteps outside his tent. Something is right out there. Something's walking around. The sound of footsteps in the snow is terrifyingly clear. Something's out there in the trees.
There was something moving, something shuffling around. Really creepy. I can't hear it anymore. That was creepy. Something right out there came right up to my tent. Whatever it was, Chuk didn't hear it again. And the next morning, the creature appeared to have gone. But there were some interesting marks in the snow. One thing kind of interesting is there are some tracks here that have been covered up by the snow, and it's along this game trail. Humans don't walk out here. I don't know what that was. I wish there wasn't a layer of snow so I could see some detail. Something large has been out here. The shape of the track is particularly unusual and distinctive. When I make a track, even if I'm moving, it is not triangular like that. And I'm not sure what that could be. I've never seen anything like that. In fact, it's the kind of track that would be left in soft snow by whatever animal left these tracks on Prince of Wales Island. It seems that the Wendigo may be more than just a legend. There's definitely something strange going on here. We just don't know the true power of the forces at play in Alaska. It could even be that a great number of these native Alaskan legends come about due to the power of the triangle. Whatever the truth behind the Wendigo legend, there are now multiple witnesses to some kind of strange and horrific creature lurking in the forests of the Alaska Triangle. Definitely the scariest thing I've ever seen in my life. It's just one of the many dark secrets closely guarded by this wild, mysterious land. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 